Hello, everyone, and you're listening to the Ask Daryl Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 2, Why Your Social Media Falls Through the Cracks. The Ask Daryl Podcast is a weekly podcast where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, break down your questions about church communications. This podcast is part of the Church Communications Network. Check us out at churchcommunications.com. This week's question comes from our Facebook group, and Sarah asked a really good question. We had a, a post that was thrown out there that said, hey, what's your biggest pain points in church communications? And Sarah responded with, social media in general. I love utilizing it, but often it becomes secondary to making sure things are completed. I want to be able to spend more time of my brain on being creative on platforms or hand it off to somebody who can focus on it completely. Sarah, let me just say you are not alone. I think if all of us were honest with ourselves, we would tell you we'd love to spend more time focusing on social media as a platform in terms of communicating for our church. But the reality of it is, for a good portion of us, it is second, third, or fourth on the priority list. And that's for a whole host of reasons. Um, one of is, is one of which is that the fact that you've got people in front of you who probably come into your office or email you who need something needs to happen right now. And they've got this urgent thing that's honestly, it's got to happen. And so honestly, social media just becomes that thing that kind of sits on the back burner. And it's understandable. It really is when you're dealing in that world. I mean, if you think about it, you're kind of dealing with what's known as the time management matrix. Um, that sounds really fancy. It's not that fancy. It's been around for a while. You can find it like Stephen Covey books, or I think Eisenhower may have used this. It's basically a, a matrix that says basically things fall in four categories. Things that are important and urgent, you know, like your house is on fire. That's important and it's urgent. Um, things that are important, but not necessarily urgent. And that may be things like long-term range planning. That's really, that's really important, but it may not seem urgent at the time. And they got things that aren't important, but seem urgent. You probably deal with those all the time. People who've got these emergencies, they've got to have you just take care of right now, but you kind of realize it's really not that important. And you know what? You may think it's urgent, but it's not. And then you have those things that are not really important and not really urgent. Okay. You could, there's a thousand things that we probably could put in those categories. So usually your work kind of falls in one of those four, four different things in the, in the time matrix management matrix and social media just usually ends up being one of those things that's important, but just doesn't seem urgent to you. So it never makes it up to your top of your priority list. So how do you do that? How do you take social media and how do you make sure your social media isn't falling through the cracks and it's not the last thing that you're thinking about? Well, I don't think there's a really clear-cut, easy answer to this. In other words, there's not a magic wand by which we can say, just do X. But I think there's a host of things you can analyze in yourself and analyze what's going on around you. And honestly, you also need to understand that everybody's context for how this how this applies to you is going to be different. Um, why this may be falling through the cracks for you may be different from somebody else. But here's some of the things that I would do. First off, I would do an assessment of an 80-20 rule of your work. And here's what I mean by that. Um, 80-20 rule basically means that you're probably getting 80% return effort on 20% of your work. So probably the smallest part of your work that's having the biggest impact is usually like 20% of your work. So it's a 20-80 rule. So it's like you, you... here, like say, like businesses talk about the twenty eighty rule that twenty percent of their customers sometimes generate eighty percent of their business. So what they try to do is they try to find more customers that are like the twenty percent and get rid of the other eighty percent customers because they want to grow their business. And that's the way sometimes your work can work. Your work sometimes can be that way where you really find out if you really analyze your work that there's a small percentage of your work that has the greatest return. And the question is, is what is it that's not getting the greatest return, and what can you do? What can you do about that work? 
I'm honestly, my personality, I'm the kind of person to say, I would just brutally start cutting things. So one way to look at this with the 80-20 is, is start evaluating your work and start asking yourself, is there things that I think in my mind I have made urgent and I've made important that if, that really fall back in that category, category of it may seem urgent, but it's not really that important or it's really not that important and it's really not that urgent. You may have to do some hard evaluations of things that you do that you got to go, you got to let go of. Specifically something maybe you love, but you realize at the end of the day, the ROI is not there. A couple of things you can do to kind of approach this problem is, is you can ask yourself, how do you how do you increase the amount of time you're going to work? In other words, do you need to say like, yeah, I'm going to have to spend a couple more extra hours on this. Now, of course, that's a trade-off because you lose time with your family, friends, whatever that is. Or maybe you have to decrease the amount of work you're currently doing, which is goes back to the 80-20 rule. Or maybe the hard thing that you could have to do to yourself is maybe just change your expectations of how you're going to handle social media. Maybe you have to lower them. I know that sounds kind of defeating for me to say that, but sometimes it is about resetting your expectations. Specifically, if you're one of those people who are like me and you compare your social media to other churches, I do that all the time. I compare my personal social media. I compare a church's social media to other churches and I get frustrated. I'm kind of going, why can't we be like X? The reality of it is though, is I have to understand who I was created to be and who I am and kind of work within those parameters. So Sometimes it is changing a little bit of your expectations. Uh, the other thing that I would think about is this, is the question is, is is the social media not that urgent for you? Because to be honest with you, it's not going that well. The ROI is not visibly there. I find with social media sometimes that if we find there's a big, huge ROI, return on investment of our time. In other words, we know for a fact we're getting views, comments on Facebook. We're getting lots of likes on Instagram, whatever that is. If that's the case, all of a sudden that thing becomes a lot more urgent and we spend more time on it because guess what? It's screaming for our attention because it's just, it's hitting right. It's going well. The issue with that is, is to get to a place where all of a sudden social media becomes important is it requires a tremendous amount of effort and time being put in over a long period of time. One of the things that I've been learning lately personally in my life is the difference between micro and macro. And sometimes often we make decisions in the micro without thinking about the macro, the larger perspective. So when you say social media isn't really that important, gets pushed down, that's in the micro view. But if you can find a way to make it and force it to be important, you know that over the long haul, as it grows, it will become more important. It'll become the thing. It'll become the thing that you that will become more and more important to you because in the macro view, you know that's how it's going to play in the long term. And again, this is not an easy answer and it's maybe an answer you don't like, but that's the reality of how that work is going to come about. Again, as I said before, for me, it's one of the things I have to I have to constantly remind myself when days when I would post and do content and it doesn't go the way we want it to and all of a sudden social media to me doesn't feel nearly as urgent as important, I always have to keep the macro view and say if we keep plugging away at it, keep working hard, eventually that's going to pay off. Now, one last thing you can do to kind of help alleviate some of this is also think about bringing other people on board to help you with this. Specifically, maybe somebody who can, as you said in your comments, Sarah, somebody who could hand it, could hand it off to and you completely you can focus on it. And that may be a volunteer. Um, now, of course, volunteer on social media, that's a kind of a hit or miss. You got to find that person who knows the voice, knows the sound, the feel of the church, and can really communicate in a way that you really feel good about handing over that work to. So that's that could be difficult to do, 
That's not always an easy task. And I can say that from experience of us trying to find volunteers on social media. One other thing you can do, and it's a little different than a volunteer, is you could possibly look and get in an intern. And I'm not saying you got to pay an intern. And I'm not saying I'm telling you to get free work. But what I am saying is, is that if you could find a local college near you that has marketing um, marketing department, communications department, and look for an intern and advertise an intern that maybe you can trade off for college credit. You say, hey, you come on board. I'll work with your professors to find a way to get your college credit. We'll work something out. You may find somebody who can work maybe 10 up to 15 hours a week handling your social media. And in turn, they're getting college credit. You get to mentor somebody and everybody. It's a win-win situation. We're currently in that process right now. We have an awesome intern named Caitlin. She's come on board. She's coming aboard from a local university here, and she has done great in terms of handling our schedule on social media and really helping us think through a whole bunch of things and helping us cover a bunch of missing bases. In fact, so much so that I think I'd love to hire like three Caitlins next year and work out some time to deal with colleges where they can get credit. So that's another aspect of things you could look at is volunteer or maybe an intern to come in as well to kind of help alleviate some of that pressure from you on social media and keep pounding their way at it and make it happen. So let this be an encouragement to you that if you keep trying, you keep going at it, eventually, I believe it will become urgent. I think it will become important to you because it's going to have eventually have that ROI. And it may seem like right now it doesn't. But trust me, in the long run, I believe it will. If you got questions for me, hit us up on the Facebook group. You can do that easily by going to facebook.com and just search for Church Communications. We're the top result there. We're one of the largest, fastest growing Church Communication Facebook groups in the world and we want you to be part of it join the conversation ask us questions and i'll take those questions i'll bring them on the podcast and i'll do my best to answer hope you are having a great day and we'll talk to you soon thanks bye